Hello and welcome to the final episode of Season 2 of Beer and Biceps. Um, this is the 20th episode and it is a look back at the best beers I've had in Season 2. So, if you've been listening to this uh, from the beginning, you'll remember that Season 1 was uh, 20 episodes and a bonus Christmas episode of me and Todd. Um, we performed it mo- uh, in each other's houses. Uh, remember those days? Uh, I'm stuck in lockdown now, so that feels like a lifetime away. Uh, but we do it together, and uh, it was completely... It was No, it wasn't completely unplanned, but... Um, when you've got two people doing it, there's obviously a lot of chaos because you don't really know what you're going to say and there's a lot of fun interacting with each other. Um, then after, we probably we, we probably we didn't do it for at least you know six months and then it turned out that I moved uh, up north to Nottingham anyway. So um, we haven't been able to do a single podcast together. Um, so for about, I think, two years... Um, there was absolutely nothing involved at all in the podcast. Um, and then I decided that I really wanted to get back into it. Um, but obviously I'd have to do it without Todd because, um, there was no way he could come up here to do it with me. And whilst we have tried it with him delivering it over the phone, which was probably my most favorite, my, my favorite episode of this series, uh, the sound quality is not great and neither of us are technologically, uh, knowledgeable enough to get that to work. Um, going forward, I do plan on getting Todd to do more with me, and maybe we'll work out a way of doing that so that people can actually hear him properly rather than hearing it through a phone. Um, but anyway, so I decided to do it all on my own, which is so much more difficult. Um, obviously, all the work is on me, but and I don't think Todd will mind me saying this, that was always the fucking case. <laughs> um, but talking into a microphone on your own is nowhere near the same as sitting around with your mate, having a beer and talking. It's uh, Every time I do it, it makes me feel like a crazy person. Like, um, you know, the in with like episodes like of How I Met Your Mother where you've got Ted Mosby has his own radio show which nobody listens to and it's just him spouting off conspiracy theories that's exactly how I feel the fact that I actually look like the Unabomber thanks to lockdown doesn't help <laughs> um, but yeah so it was really difficult um, I tried to do an episode for, like my first episode I tried to do it where it was scripted where I literally just read a script I was really hoping that that would work because I could literally have just read out my the articles I've written or emails I've done and then just palm that off as a podcast but it it didn't work at all um i've got quite a dull voice anyway and that's not me being um down on myself it's me listening to my own podcasts uh but when i'm doing it as a speech there's just absolutely it was just robotic and what i also noticed is that the way you speak in real life and how you write is are very different things like, my job is a freelance writer, and a lot of the time I'm given stuff like, could you turn this podcast into an article? And literally, the only way I can do that is to just completely change what they've writ- what they've said and writ- write it out fresh, because the way we talk just does not work in, like, in a written blog, and vice versa. So, no, none of you probably listen to this, but a lot in content marketing, there's a lot of this stuff where it's like, People always recommend, oh, you know what, you want to double your content, just uh, record it as an audio 
file or, you know, turn your podcasts into blogs or turn them into emails. It's terrible. It's just lazy. Well, it's not lazy. It's, it doesn't work. It's, it's trying to create a shortcut, but it doesn't work. Anyway, I'm getting well off topic. So ever since I've just, the way I've been doing these podcasts uh, is creating a, an idea at first, putting a bunch of facts up on a whiteboard and then just riffing off that. And it's been really, really difficult. Um, but, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it um, and I'm really starting to see some good progress with this. Um, the funny thing is, like, you take, like, you know, a really good podcast could get, like, what, a million listens per episode? I've done 40 episodes and in total, my, my total listens right now are 4,947. And that's not per episode. That's every single person who's listened all together. Um putting that at like what a hundred people per episode and I am absolutely fan I'm so pleased with that like if one of my blogs got that I'd be well I'd be all right with it but you know I, I wouldn't be too impressed and you know if, if my if I'd been blogging for five years and that was the entire readership I'd got I would be furious um you know I, I try to get that per month on my website but you know for this I've just been so happy because between seasons, in the two-year hiatus, we were getting absolutely zero listeners. I think even last year, my I think my average listeners for this podcast was less than 100 per month. But in December, I got 235 listeners. In January, I got 329. And this is, the, this is February 28th when I'm recording this. I've had 285 in February. So I'm looking at triple the numbers. Um, it's still very early days, but... I would say that for me, this series has been a success and I'm really pleased with it. I'm so glad that everyone's been listening, even if you are all just bots that are crawling my website and delivering me spam. I am very pleased to be talking to all of you. Um, I looked at the statistics of my biggest audience, um, assuming it would be the UK, uh, but actually it's France of all people. Um, I didn't realise there was such a big beer culture in France. Um, although saying that, when I went, I went to France um, in January 2019, and uh, they got loads of Belgian beers, and they got a few good French beers of their own. So you know, who knows? But maybe I'll uh, focus more on that to, um, you know, talk to my probably one French person who's obsessed and has listened a thousand times. But if that's the case, I love you. Um, I also had big audience, well, relatively big audiences from UK and USA. Um, and then India and Japan uh, were the next ones. Um, not Ireland, not Canada, not Australia, not New Zealand, none of the English-speaking countries, but I will take that. Although I think the Indian listeners may have mistaken this for Beer Biceps, which is an Indian YouTuber who has got, like, millions of followers, uh, but never talked about beer. And, you know, so fuck him. <laughs> uh and then, yeah, I don't, I, I think Japan, maybe just, uh, there's a big craft beer culture there. Maybe they just like podcasts. Maybe they're just using this to learn English, in which case I am so sorry for all the made up words I've thrown into this podcast. <laughs> right. So that's just a big old talk about me, which I've probably lost every single viewer. But the purpose of this was to talk about the, uh, 10 best beers of season two, and there have been 20 episodes, so, you know, this is not a particularly discerning list. It's literally half of them. Um, but 
there's not many beers I dislike, and I always try to pick quite a fun one for each episode. Um, I'll talk more about today's one, but that's uh, Marston's Pedigree, um, which I'm really enjoying. And I knew I would, but I also knew it wouldn't upset my top ten, because I'd already written it out in advance. I didn't want to write out a top ten and then have a beer that was better than you know, some of them and have to change the whole thing, because that would have been annoying. Uh, but anyway, what I'm going to do, I'm going to uh, list all ten um, and give a quick description of each one and then I am going to name my top five of all time and then my top one and I probably won't give any more detail because I don't have that much information Uh, right I also say which episodes they were in Um, so I wrote these down in the order of the episodes so um, so they're in no particular order other than that this is not an uh, an order of how much I like them but the first beer on my list is uh, Market Porter by Formbridge, um, who are the guys who did Jaipur, which is one of my favourite beers ever. Um, this was a really good beer, actually. Um, a couple of years ago, if you'd asked me, do you like Porter, I probably would have said not really. But in the last few years, I've just... I don't know if craft beer has made Porter better or if I've just become aware of it more, but um, there have been some seriously good Porters and Stouts out there. And I think uh, that the Market Porter is one of the best on there. Um, so yeah, that was by Formbridge Brewery, um, who are on this list twice. You know, there's a spoiler there for you. Um, the second beer on this list was from episode six, which was the one I did with Todd, um, where we talked about beers that we'd like to drink, but we never could. Um, this was an absolutely superb beer, uh, so good. It's an English Trappist beer, so um, it's really quite new. Um, usually with Trappist beers, they're all about 100 or 500 or something years old, but this is like pretty much brand new, and uh, yeah, absolutely blew me away. Um, I don't think that on the pod- podcast it was the first time I'd had it. I think it was the second um, but since then I've bought another two bottles of it. Uh, I even bought the glass as well. So, um, yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Um, the third beer was from episode seven, which is, a uh, it's called James beer by evil twin brewing. And it is a Berliner Weiss. Uh, Berliner Weisses are just a really nice, really refreshing beer, which was quite sour in taste, but quite fruity. Um, I would really recommend trying James Beer if you can find it. It it was just I don't think it's it's not specifically a Berliner Weiss. I think Berliner Weisses or Weisses, I don't know, are um they're naturally sour and then fruit juice is added to them in the pub. Whereas this was brewed with the fruit juice. Um I don't know enough about it to say for sure. Could be wrong, but I think that's the difference. So I don't think it's a well obviously it's not like um authentic because i think it's brewed in america um but i loved it really enjoyed that beer um the next one was the creatively titled lager beer from episode eight which was brewed by the captain lawrence brewing and i was not expecting much from this to be honest um it's not got great scores on stuff like untapped um but when i had it um i was pleasantly surprised it had um I thought at the time, and I said on the podcast, that I thought it had maybe like Belgian hops or something, but I think I, I found out afterwards they're Dutch hops, uh, so, you know, a few kilometres down the road. Um, 
but that made a really big difference to the actual taste of the beer, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was quite a cool uh, design to the can as well. So, considering I'd expected it to be pretty dull, um, yeah, it made the top ten. Um, the next beer on my list was um, a can of Guinness from episode nine, and what can I say? Um, I used to not really rate canned Guinness, um, but I don't know if they've stepped up their game or I just my tastes have changed or a combination of the two. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, th- I think maybe a little bit of it was just nostalgia for ordering a Guinness in a pub because I haven't been able to do that since... Oh, I, don't wanna, I don't even want to think about how long ago it was since I ordered a Guinness in a pub. Very, very long time. In fact, I can say it was even longer since I enjoyed a well-poured Guinness in a pub. So, so one downside of Nottingham, actually. Um, there's not really any Irish pubs, and I think Irish pubs tend to be better at looking after their Guinness and pouring it properly. Um, but not always. Um, I've had some terrible Guinness in some terrible Irish pubs as well. Uh, but yeah, that was that was absolutely fantastic. Um, it opened my eyes to canned Guinness, and even just talking about that, I wish I'd got another one of them right now. Um, next beer on the list uh, was Efes, which I had in episode 11. Uh, it's the Turkish beer. Um, I remember, I can tell you the exact date I drank that beer, it was December the 1st, but the podcast itself uh, was recorded in advance, and I think it came out in January. Um but yeah, an excellent beer. Um, I was surprised by it because it was in a horrible can, uh, horrible can art. Um, I don't think it's anything. I, I didn't think it was anything special as a beer. Um, I've not been to Turkey, but um, I've had FS before in Turkish restaurants, and I always just thought it was like a plain, boring lager. But it's actually quite nice. Um, it's got a sort of um, really strong, sort of honey, sort of aroma, which I really like. Um, so yeah, better than I thought it would be, and it made the top ten. Uh, the next beer was uh, Passion Fruit Pale by Innocent Gun, which, um, again, it was a brewery that I've had a lot of Innocent Gun beers, and usually their main one is, I was never a fan of it growing up. Uh, <laughs> growing up, from when I first tried it at 25 years old to 32 years old, I did not particularly enjoy Innocent Gun beers until I tried the passion fruit pale and it was superb uh, really really good um, I enjoyed it a lot uh, not much more to say for it I still haven't actually eaten a passion fruit in my life so I can't tell you if it was exactly dead on for the taste but it was good uh, next one was peanut riot by fierce brewery which was a stout and it was really really good uh, smelt like a Mars bar which is always a good sign I think um, but it wasn't cloyingly sweet. That's why I always find annoying about a lot of porters and stouts that like go down the dessert route. Um, I, you know, that it tends to be like you haven't, you have, the, you love lovely smell when you're breathing it in at the beginning. Good taste as you're drinking it, but then afterwards you get that sort of saccharin taste in the back of your mouth, um, and I don't like that too much. Uh, it just tastes false, like not real. You know, um, like how fruit sweets don't taste like fruit they taste like fruit sweets that's how i sort of see a lot of stout and they don't taste like what they say they're going to taste like they taste like a stout with a bit of sweetness um but anyway that was really good and what was great about the peanut riot was you could actually smell the peanuts obviously it smelled of snickers but that i was really impressed by that um and it wasn't 
overly done. It was just nicely done. Uh, so that's Fierce Brewery, which I think are in Scotland, maybe Aberdeen. Don't know. Can't remember. Anyway, uh, next one, uh, the episode 14, uh, was Shelby, which is an English IPA. Um, I think there are two types of English IPA, and it gets quite confusing. You've got American-style IPAs brewed in England, and sometimes they use English hops. And then you've got English IPAs, which are the traditional IPA, which is just um, a pint of bitter, which is a little bit stronger and a little bit hoppier, but still mostly an English beer. Uh, Shelby is an English-style American IPA, but with English hops. So it's kind of in the middle. It's it's not like um, uh, Old Speckled Hen or anything like that. It's like an IPA. It was amazing. And again, that was by Thornbridge um, Brewery. So that's the second one of theirs on this list. Um, they're just a great brewery. They they knock it out of the park. Uh, Shelby is supposed to be like Peaky Blinders sort of thing. Um, having only watched two episodes before getting bored, I can't really say too much about it. But it came, um, It was I got it in like a beer set and it came with a really cool mug. Uh, so much so... Did I enjoy that beer? I've actually bought an entire keg of it for my perfect draft. Um, but I'm also trying to not drink so much. So um, that keg is on hold until lockdown restrictions are over. Counting down the days. Right, the final one on my list of top 10 is Spartan, which was brewed, um, not brewed, was poured from my perfect draft machine. And it was the Oktoberfest beer, which is always a bit stronger. And it's German... Um, beer so it was stronger anyway um it was great I, I i couldn't drink a stein's worth of it though i tried a few times but because it's like six to seven percent alcohol um or possibly more i can't remember off the top of my head uh, but it was really strong and uh, there's just too much volume i'd have one one stein of it and just be absolutely done so i started drinking um out of half pint glasses so i'd have one of those a day that was really good it um it just made more sense like Steins are fun when you're surrounded by your friends, like drinking a Stein alone in your office is <laughs> embarrassing. Right, so that's the top 10 beers from season two. Uh, I'm just going to quickly knock out my top five, which was Tint Meadow from episode six, Guinness from episode nine, Peanut Riot from episode 13, Shelby from episode 14, and Spartan from episode 15. Of those, my number one beer of the entire season would be Tint Meadow um, although Guinness was really close I've got to say uh, but no Tint Meadow it was it was just absolutely superb it was it just showed that English brewing is very very strong and uh, yeah I was really 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 pleased really patriotic as well um, and then yeah Guinness came quite close in the second one just because it's a really, really good beer. Like I know Guinness gets a little bit of the same flack that Budweiser and all that does in just being these massive breweries, but they do a consistently good product. So, yeah, right. Uh, the beer I'm drinking today is Marston's Pedigree, um, or a pint of pee, as it used to be called. Um, I think I know why they stopped doing that. Um, it's an amber ale. It is 4.5%. Uh, it won gold at the World Beer Awards, although, as far as I can tell, those awards... I think there's there's some beer awards that mean a lot, and there's some that are just mean absolutely nothing. I think the World Beer Awards is the good one. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those things that's also got, like, 
5,000 categories, so most beers should be able to get on it eventually. Um, the flavour profile on the website describes it as a biscuity malt, spicy hops, and light fruitiness. Um, so I'm just going to give that a try, uh, bearing all that in mind. Yeah, definitely get spicy spicy hops. I do not get the fruitiness. Um, I don't know what biscuity malt is supposed to taste like. Is it biscuits? I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a nice, reliable beer. And it's not too strong, which means I can get some work done after this. <laughs> um, right, so now this is the end of Season 2, and we'll be moving on to Season 3. Um, but there's not going to be any hiatus in between them. It's... To be honest, I don't really know why I'm... St- I, I just didn't want to have season 2, episode 40, after season 1 had only 20 episodes. So season 3, um, I've got it all planned out. Uh, I'm going to be kicking off next week's one, which is, um, is the anti-diet movement a good idea? Which I've been looking forward to do this one for weeks. It's going to be a nice rant episode. Love it. Um, then I've got... Five ways to fix your bench press immediately. Um, six ridiculous fitness myths everyone believes. Um, stop watching dieting documentaries. There's no question there, that's just a statement. Um, are abs made in the kitchen? Question mark. Five best fitness professionals to follow. Uh, I'm not going to name them now because I've only written four. <laughs> well, you can add me to them. Uh, and then I've got when to take your protein shake. Seven ways to lose weight without exercise. Uh, best beer for dieting what is the best diet to follow and should you train your abs I've still got 9 episodes to write to be fair because uh, I want to get the full 20 um, beer wise it's just going to be another collection of completely random choices there is no theme here um, I know me and Todd used to try and have a theme every few episodes but uh, we were just too chaotic and I'm still too chaotic so that's not going to happen I literally just look in my fridge 5 minutes before a podcast and start <laughs> Um yeah, so I guess final things to say would be thank you everyone who's actually listening. Um, it's very hard with podcast statistics to actually learn who's listening the whole way through or if you're actually listening or if um, it's all just a giant scam by podcast owners and you're all just robots. But if there are any humans who actually come in and listen, uh, I really appreciate it. Um, it gives me a great excuse to drink, you know, on a Sunday night. Um, I really enjoy putting them up and yeah oh um if you want to see the photos of the beers that I drink uh, you've got my Instagram which is beer and biceps or you've got my website which is beerandbiceps.com it's beer un biceps so b-e-e-r-n biceps um we've also uh, let's say we Todd's Todd's not really doing anything with it um (laughs) we've also got a Twitter account which has two statuses from 2017 or 2018 so you know check that out um but yeah um if if you do jump onto instagram or something like that or go onto the website in the comments let me know if you prefer listening about the beer side of it or the fitness side of it um let me know um what about me you hate you know standard comments and if there's anything you'd like to recommend me to talk about that would be amazing um and to the robots who are listening, uh, 10011000001. I think you'll know what I mean. See ya.